0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. You know, we've got a great offensive line coach. Same one that, you know, we led to power five in Russian two years ago and yeah, the same one that everybody tries to get it when the season's over with. Um, off the field, I have several questions about what we're doing, how we're doing it, this, that, and the other. I want to be conscious that I didn't want to overstep anybody's boundary as the offensive line coach. And uh, because we've got a really good one. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go on a shell. We won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On a 1037, The Buzz. With my boobay, tastes like too late
1: for the analyst. Girl, I can buy a western girl with my base stuff. I know that it's good. Won't you say that on my taste plus? I can't wait too betty. will you let me do the extras? Pull up on your black and break it. My left stroke just went viral. Right stroke, put lil' baby in the spiral. Soprano see, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble. Sit down. Sit down, Sit down be humble. Sit down. Be
2: humble. Sit down. Be humble.
1: Sit down. Be humble. Sit
2: down. And welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day. You're in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Tuesday as we have a lot of things to get to today here on Trigger Tuesday. We'll talk about what's bothering us in the world of sports and, of course, if you want in on the conversation, it's very simple to do. You just call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors. And today, we're going to have Joshua Braun, the Razorback Offensive Lineman. Thanks so much to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance. He'll be joining us as we'll talk about the upcoming game against Ole Miss, but also recapping Texas An and with him. I know there's some struggles on the offensive line, but... It's really good to have him on. We'll talk to him at 2.05. We'll talk with Andrew Ellis just a little bit in the 3 o'clock hour, too, and give us some updates on what's going on with uh, Razorback football and press conference yesterday from Sam Pittman. We'll hear from him. Got the red-white report as well. Red-white game coming up tomorrow for basketball, which we'll have some coverage on, too. And uh, also uh, a lot of things from Sam Pittman in that press conference. But uh, it's good to be on the show today. And it was funny, Joe. I was watching last night's Monday Night Football game, and I'm like, you know, at least my team may not be the worst team in the city of New York. Uh, I don't, I don't <laughs> are know what. Not? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they probably still are. But at least last night made me feel a little bit better because uh, watching the the Giants, man, like they have. And I know it's like uh, it's. You know, I don't I don't think anybody was expecting them to necessarily be like a Super Bowl contender, but well, geez, that was based bad. off
3: what they did last year, though. There were some expectations there for them to build on what they had. They added some pieces, Darren Waller who had to address the media last night, make a statement about not really being involved in the game plan from a passing standpoint, and he said with some of the offensive line issues mm-hmm. that he was more vital in blocking to the to the game scheme, and uh, that took him out of what he normally does. I, I guess when well, I thought that you know they were a team that was good enough to make
2: the playoffs, obviously. I know the division was pretty tough because the Eagles being so good and knowing that the Cowboys have... Uh, you know, always been at least the talent wise, been right there into the mix and uh, and everything. But to just see them three points and twenty four to three loss against the Seattle Seahawks, which again you give Seahawks credit for, it, no doubt about it. But it was just it was awful. I mean, you had Daniel Jones went twenty seven of thirty four. I mean, he's percentage wise was pretty good in his completions. Had two hundred three yards, but threw two interceptions and one of them being really bad with a with basically a full field pick six, which uh, was just a backbreaker for the Giants to a dynamic rookie also and that's yeah, what he's he was good, drafted man. for yeah he is good like I was looked I was reading on about him and his stats and everything he's been he's been really good so far this year uh Devin Witherspoon but uh yeah I was uh, I saw that play and seeing the Giants fans reactions and everything it was uh, pretty brutal but even on those two interceptions Daniel Jones got sacked 10 times 10 times Daniel Jones got sacked last night you know, when you thought the Arkansas offensive line struggled, uh, he, he was just, he was running for his life. He was the leading rusher and everything, but you can tell, like, with the frustrations, Brian Dayball is, you know, kind of fed up with uh, what <laughs> with what uh, Daniel Jones was doing, and, you know, they had uh, a little bit of a, I don't call it a confrontation, but just something to where you could tell Daybol's frustrated, the team's frustrated, just... Three points, man, on Monday Night Football and the struggles that they've had this year. and Getting sacked ten times isn't going to help anybody.
3: They're stuck for a bit also. Just rewarded him with a new contract. He's making 40 mil a year. So that is their franchise guy. That's the guy they believed in to lead the team in the right direction. But you still need help. You don't have offensive line help in front of you. You don't have good blocking. Doesn't matter a quarterback like Daniel Jones who can move and he can really run in open space. If he doesn't have time, he can't do much
2: no not at all and even with uh, what uh, Daniel Jones was dealing with he was pressured a career high 25 times uh, I mean that's just, I don't care who you are like how many plays that is in, in the course of the game if you're pressured which just say it was a third of the time or half of the time or how many plays that you actually ran in this game like that's you know you can't get anything going you can't have any confidence you can't Get the offense and in the in the rhythm that you're wanting to do no matter what because it starts up front, as they always say. It starts up front. If you can't protect your quarterback, uh, you're going to have problems. But seeing also with the Giants, too, is a few stats for them. They've been outscored 77-9 to 9 in the first half so far this year. They've been outscored 64-3 to 3 at home. And then they've been outscored 94-15 to 15 in primetime games so far this year. So just... It's amazing. They keep track of all kinds of stats. I'm telling you. Like, that's... That's brutal. And of course, you know, you talk about what is it, the primetime games for Daniel Jones? He's now 1 12 in his primetime games as a quarterback. Kirk oh. Cousins loves Daniel Jones. Because
3: yeah, <laughs> nobody's talking about Kirk Cousins when yeah. it comes
2: to Daniel Jones. Yeah. It's kind of, he, he's been replaced there, too. And because I actually, again, this going to ESPN. Speaking of that, they have the worst primetime win percentage for starting quarterbacks since 1970. And uh, Daniel Jones is by far the worst with a 1 in 12. Andy Dalton was right after him. Six and twenty-one. Andy Dalton was in primetime games. Jeff George at five and seventeen, and Ken Anderson at three and ten. It's all based on minimum of ten starts. So
3: that's amazing that you have a couple of guys still playing right now, mm-hmm. and you have a couple of guys that played a while ago, way back when. Yeah, uh, I mean, because you're
2: talking about what was it? So Daniel Jones, funny as <laughs> says he has a seven win, percent uh, winning percentage uh, on primetime games, and Andy Dalton at least has a twenty-two. So you're talking about the second guy. It's that big of a gap. So Kirk Cousins
3: isn't on that list. Not in the
2: top five, no.
3: Okay. So, so see, people have the wrong perspective of Kirk Cousins. I'm telling you, look at the numbers, folks. Kirk Cousins ain't that bad.
2: He at least not in prime time. But uh, yeah, I was just like sitting there, I was like, man, that is that is brutal. That is absolutely brutal. But again, you got to give some credit to the Seahawks in the way that they played and uh, you know getting after it defensively and, and and making it happen. I did laugh though watching the Manning cast seeing the react. I love the reactions from uh, both Peyton and Eli And on that pick six they're just kind of sitting there almost in silence for like 20 seconds just like couldn't believe it just oh no that was the first it was just like oh no and then yeah silence
3: from there yeah
2: but still it was uh it was uh you know just good to have the manning cast back on it's always a very entertaining for all the right reasons and you know i watch because that's how i kind of do it with monday night football i have the manning cast on like the main broadcast but also keep the uh, broadcast for ESPN on my other TV just to kind of have both and replays and whatnot. But uh, it's still uh, very entertaining to say the least with uh, just seeing both of them, which I saw. Okay, so go, go well, ahead. I was going to say, I was going to say, like, I saw, I didn't realize it because I didn't have the audio on it that, you know, the ESPN broadcast with Joe Buck, they were kind of promoting that, hey, Will Ferrell's coming on the Manning cast. And then Troy Eggman was like,
3: yeah, yeah, but stay here, you know, stay on, stay watching <laughs> us. You know, it was like that's kind of odd to be awkward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that made so, me laugh. So, um you you do have the sound off on Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, correct? You have it on. So why have Troy Aikman and Joe Buck on? Because you get the same visual. Yeah, it, I guess in a, on a bigger screen.
2: Yeah. So, so the Manning cast I have on my audio and bigger screen, like that's the one I'm mainly watching. But I have the reason I have the other one on is because I delay it just a little bit comparatively speaking so that way if there's a play that happens or whatnot i can like instead of waiting on a replay or whatever you're just watching live you'll re- rewind that one or, correct
3: or yeah yeah, yeah. you'll yeah. be able to see that one yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, okay I,
2: I don't know why i've just for some reason it's like maybe it's my uh <laughs> maybe it's fine because i'm a millennial it's like i don't have time to wait on them but giving me the replay it's like i want to see it right then and there and uh yeah that makes of the backup, sense so to
3: delay it just a bit there yeah
2: it's because it, it's like What's the point of having two TVs, you know, if you can't uh, watch the same game in two different viewpoints, you know? What's
3: the point of it? You could, you could also do the uh, the two screens on one. You uh-huh. could do that. Yeah. Have the regular broadcast on one side and have the manicast on the other side. Oh, yeah.
2: I, I Trust me, I've done it when it's been uh, college football mainly, because NFL, I watch a red zone a lot, but uh, college football, you know, they do the quad box where you can watch, like, four games at once. Oh, yeah, I'll have that on the other TV, too, and just kind of, always scope over there after watching this game over here and I'm like okay which one's on or which one's about to have a, a, a situation going on and I just click to watch that one and then back it up so isn't it amazing like how it's just changed so much in our consumption of sports media and which is awesome like I love it but you know at a time where hey you had to have one channel on a, on one game and you just had to hit that recall button or whatever to go to the other game now it's saying hey, you can watch six games at once everything's accessible man i love that i love that
3: you can also call or text into the show today 501-661-1037 southern structural solutions text line same number Asher record life and feedback and wish john a happy birthday today oh
2: yeah thank you
3: yeah wish me a happy
2: 35th birthday today which i uh woke up this morning and of course getting texts from family and friends and all that's great but seeing the uh, comments that come along with it because, you know, it's it's a, it's like a Tuesday, you know, it's like a Tuesday birthday is always weird, but as I've always said, there's only two things with the, the, my birthday that coincide, or at least that I relate to, and one of them is the stupid mean girls quote that everyone, at least my age, will quote because it, she says, it's the guy in front of her in the classroom asks what date is it, and she goes, it's October 3rd. I don't know why that became a thing, but like <laughs> the amount of like memes that get put up about it on today is that, and also the day that O.J. Simpson got acquitted. So. Yes.
3: Yeah, historic day there, but also <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of musicians share this birthday. Yeah. Because what was it? Uh, uh, Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. There you go.
2: One of them. Uh, that's the only one I really. I guess it was the Zone that was talking about it. Yeah. That was the other one. Um, I'm trying to think. There was. I think we did this maybe last year, or the year before, of like the people that had. The same birthday, like celebrities or, or musicians and whatnot, but um, yeah, I'll have to have to look that back up and, and see who I share a birthday with. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting day because there's also uh, as weird as it is. I don't know if you have this Joe, where you share your birthday with like friends of yours, but I got two very close friends that I actually share a birthday with. So. It's always fun to, to have that with them, and you know it's always easy to remember their birthday. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. that's same. always
3: the case. Yeah, it's always the same. But so let's see, uh, Kevin Richardson of the Backstreet Boys. Okay, so there's okay. I'll take Gwen that. Gwen Stefani. Really, Gwen Stefani's today. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that.
2: I'm, I, that's so a good start. Too. Yeah, I think uh, she's not a sports uh, or a musician, but uh, as far as sports figures go, Laura Rutledge. She has the same birthday as me. Nice. So I have I have that going for me. So. so
3: they'll be talking about that today then on NFL Live. Yeah, yeah.
2: She's. I should. I'm sure she'll have. They'll have some sort of uh, great thing for her or some sort of funny thing for her because uh, I think they do that every single year. But yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Man, see Ashley I'm... Simpson. Okay, I remember the Ashley Simpson one. Yeah, Jessica's better, but Ashley, you know, that's still good. Still pretty good. She's pretty famous for. You know, lip syncing. But still, yeah, I'll take it all day. But yeah, I appreciate the happy birthday wishes already. But we got a lot more coming up here on Out of Bounds as uh, we're going to talk about not only things going on in the sports world and what bothers us, but also talk about some of the updates with Razorback football, talk some Major League Baseball news too, and some NFL. So we're going to keep it all moving here on Out of Bounds. So you better stay with us on the other side of the break and more of your phone calls. So Pam and Jason, stay on the line. We'll get to you on the other side of the break.
4: Tune in to Morning Mayhem every Monday as Wally Hall tells it like it is. Presented by Capitol Smokehouse and Grill, Little Rock's favorite go to lunch spot.
0: The Sports Center.
4: The Major League Baseball postseason is set to begin today. Four games on the docket. It's the four wildcard series with their game ones. The Texas Rangers and the Tampa Bay Rays will get things going at 2 o'clock from St. Petersburg. Then it's the Blue Jays and the Twins at 3.30 from Target Field, Minneapolis. Those are the American League series. The National League, the Diamondbacks and the Brewers from Milwaukee, game one tonight at 6 p.m. Then the Miami Marlins take on the Philadelphia Phillies at 7 o'clock from Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. Flying in wait in the American League, it's the the AL East champion Baltimore Orioles, and the AL West champion Houston Astros. In the National League, it's the NL East champion Atlanta Braves and the NL West champion Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the rumors are true. Your favorite sports bar is coming to North Little Rock. Brewski's is proud to announce a second location is coming to the Lakewood Shopping Center. And it won't be too long where you can get the same great pub grub, happy hour specials, and late night fun when it comes to North Little Rock. Voted the number one sports bar in Little Rock for the last four years to catch all the games all year long. Get ready, North Little Rock. Brewski's North is coming soon. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Catch the shooter Pat Bradley on Morning Mayhem presented by Bradford Marine and ATV with six statewide locations. It's riding season. Visit Bradford Marine and ATV and check out the Can-Am Riker motorcycle. Stop by today for the best in-store inventory and discount prices. View all the inventory online at BradfordMarine.com.
0: Fellas, Clint Sterner here. Let me get your attention real quick, man. If you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low T. What's that mean? If you want to get back to feeling your best, you need to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center. ASAP. It's quick, it's easy, and now it's convenient. Low T Center offers monitored, self inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center, or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center got you. They'll ship your treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book online. Low T Center,
3: reinventing men's health care. This is the pigskin preacher, bringing you the word. Double B's is a growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas owned business like Double B's which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for our Kansans. Double B's is of Arkansas and for Arkansas. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. (laughs) Powerball Jackpot
4: from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery is now more than $1 billion. So, what would you do if you won? I'd buy a baseball team. Ooh, I would definitely buy my mom a Tesla so that she can drive cool, look cool. If I won a jackpot, I will start a cooking school for the youth in the city. Got your ticket? If not, visit your local lottery retailer for your chance to win the Powerball Jackpot of more than $1 billion. This is winning. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline.
3: You know that crushing feeling when you click print on your PC and the doggone machine just won't print? Well, I fix that. Hello, my name's Tim Stanley. I'm the new owner of Business World, a TDS IT company. We're an IT company with a long history in the imaging channel, and I fix the printer conflict by using my Arkansas-based IT help desk. Call us at 501-374-7000 for more details on how a true IT managed services company running your business will keep all your printers and scanners up and running all the time.
0: Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Dean's gonna throw and it's intercepted at the 15. Spence has picked it off and he's gonna go the distance. 50, 40, 30, 20. Brad Spence to the house. An interception return for a score, 85 yards in his first game as a Razorback. How about that? On 103.7 The Buzz. Yeah.
3: And you say, Shot City.
0: Shot City. Shot City. coming home again. Do you think about me now and then? Yeah. Do you think?
2: It's trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, and the Hogsmeat Market Studios. As uh, we're going to talk about a few of the things going on in world sports and give some updates and some phone calls of yours uh, to get to. But we were talking about uh, celebrity birthdays since uh, yeah, today's my birthday. I was looking at who, because I was curious who's like the most famous sports figure. And at least according to like, I don't know if they use just search engines or. Viralness, if that's even a word but it looks like uh cj stroud is actually october 3rd okay
3: so. all right i'll take that got a big win over the weekend too yeah and they've won two in a row now yeah it looks like you so, know yeah they're yeah. headed in the right direction because i'm not saying that he's like for sure like the best of all the rookies but he's definitely off to the best start it's a small sample size it's been right. four games yeah. and he's played in all four games other two quarterbacks haven't yeah so that's that's a big
2: difference too and also uh the, the number one I was just looking at this like as far as who's searched for or whatever is Noah Schnapp, who if you don't know who he is, if you watch <laughs> Stranger Things. Yeah, he was the kid in Stranger Things that uh, um, without spoiling it, but basically he was the kid that went missing in the first season and they had to go find that was that was him.
3: Famously got into it with Doja Cat. That's right, I because, forgot about uh, that. She asked him. <laughs> To hook her up with one of the castmates yes. from Stranger Things, yes. and they kind of had this big ordeal on social media. I forgot all about that. Yeah, that was weird. But uh, also number two is ASAP Rocky. Apparently. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. See another musician. Um, yeah. Let's see Nate Wood of The Calling, India Irie. Mm-hmm. I've heard that name. I don't know who that is, but I've heard the name. Lindsey Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Yeah. Chubby Checker. Yeah. Okay, I so like there that. Are, there are a few.
2: There's quite a few, yeah, uh, quite a few. And even uh, I was looking at uh, like one that I really like is uh, Lena. He- is it's heady, or Hetty? She was in Game of Thrones as Queen Cersei. But yeah, so yeah, there's a few of them in there. It's amazing, you know. But there's uh, how many people are you know born on the same day as you? you oh, know, yeah. you're not just on your own in that. Uh, but uh, we got a few people that's uh, been uh, patiently holding. Let's try to work through some of these uh, phone calls. We got Pam who's in Whitehall. What's up, Pam?
1: Hey, right. right, guys, I just want to talk about the Razorbacks just a minute. Yeah. And we know that the line did not play their game. We just we can agree with that. But on K.J., he used to roll out to the right or to the left, and I think that that gave him a better option to throw the ball or to pitch it out or... Even run himself. And all he did was back up about three yards, and then he gets sacked. Do you think it's better for him to roll out? And why did we stop doing that? Well, That's just opinion on mine. And then I heard Sam say today, well, I didn't want to step on anybody's toe. <laughs> Isn't he the head coach?
2: Yep. He is the He's head coach. He's to
1: be the boss. Even if the water guy's not doing his job, he's supposed to <laughs> take care of that. Yeah? That's just my opinion. He's the head coach. Take care of it, coach. You don't worry about stepping on anybody's toes. You're the coach. That's just my opinion. If you had a nickel, you'd have a nickel, and just my opinion. Okay? <laughs> I'm through, but that's just... That's it. That's it. My husband's got me watch listening to this show because he drives and listens to it, so... <laughs> now i'm listening to it so you do a great job thank
2: you yeah appreciate you calling in pam call back anytime and appreciate you and your husband listening to us today uh but to answer your first question about kj jefferson and, and rolling out more and why they've stopped i think that was at least what so many people were confused by where if the offensive line's been struggling like it has been and you haven't had the ability to protect kj as much as maybe you're hoping to then Knowing K.J.'s skill sets and how good he can be on the run and in the rollout, you saw how it worked pretty well against LSU. It was a head-scratcher of why they didn't try to do more of that against Texas A&M and what they could.
3: You always want to be able to take advantage of that, but uh, maybe it has more to do with LSU's defense versus Texas A&M's defense. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M maybe have a li- has a little more speed or maybe more playmaking ability from what we've seen. LSU's defense has struggled a bit.
2: Yeah, because it's like...
3: The I think LSU when they were going into
2: that game was one of the I don't think it was one of the worst, but they weren't great in pass defense. Like they gave up a lot of passing yards. Set <laughs> saw against what they would have against Ole Miss, but and going into the game for against Arkansas, Texas A&M was actually one of the best, if not number one, in pass defense in the SEC. So I think that that was probably another element where rolling out would have was was well against LSU, but you know if you rolled out against A&M, not to say it wouldn't have worked, but uh, it you, may have played more in the A&M's favor in their right. hands and what they want to do. Right. So, you know, it, it's one of those deals to where uh, it's like you go in there with a game plan and you get it, but I if I had my druthers, I'd much rather see K.J. Jefferson rolling out a lot more and being mobile in the pocket because uh, we know what he's capable of. We know what he can do there. When that happens, it's just a matter of him doing it and, and showing it off. But uh, let's go to Jason, who's in Hot Springs. What's up, Jason.
5: Hey John, hey Joe, how you doing,
3: man? Doing good, Jason. Doing good, man.
5: Um, I got to talk to you about the uh, Miss League baseball playoff starts today, and uh, and Joe, who who's your uh best fit to win on the uh National League wild card in in that wild card game? Who's your uh best fit to win the uh, first round the uh wild card? Do you know?
3: In the first round, um. How about we go with the Rangers and uh, on the NL side? Let's go for let's let's really go wild card here. Let's go Miami Marlins. There you go.
5: And then, um, hey yo, um, and John, I want to ask you this. I know we lost three straight, mm-hmm. and I know that uh, we're struggling right now. And we go travel to Ole Miss on Saturday. What uh what are the improvements on? On the offensive line, I heard about going to move some on the offensive line, all that stuff. I was the uh, offensive line to take care of the uh, defensive line for old men, and I uh, was gonna uh, watch on the move the move the ball on the uh, old on defense, and then um uh, and I ain't got to listen. All
3: right, appreciate it, Jason. Thanks for calling in. And uh, as far as the other two games, Jason, the Blue Jays over the Twins. And uh, Brewers over Diamondbacks.
2: Yeah, which, are, by the way, all starts today. Actually, first game's
3: at 2 o'clock this
2: afternoon. So, uh, But to ask, uh, answer your question, Jason, about the offensive line versus the defensive line, uh, we'll talk with Josh Braun more about it, but I know for Arkansas, they're going to be mixing up – Sam Pym didn't even mention this. you are going to be mixing up a little bit of the offensive line personnel-wise. Um, I believe it's going to be to where Patrick Kudus moves to center. He's going to move over to center. You're going to have – Brady Latham moving out to the tackle position you're going to have Bo Limmer moving into a guard position and then probably Andrew Chambly I would say at the tackle position so here's the thing is Arkansas's offensive line doesn't matter who they've really been going up against they've struggled Ole Miss is maybe not as good defensively as Texas A&M but still an SEC defense that's got to be taken care of and you know do go up against but they're trying to move some guys around and try to make it a little bit more comfortable on them and Um, I think it was a Trey Biddy maybe said on drive time yesterday, and I I agree with him totally. He was like, you know, you got some guys like Latham, like Limmer, some experienced dudes, even Joshua Braun, but you have guys like Kudas, like Chambly, who, uh, you know, could be great offensive linemen, but they're just so young and may not be fully ready for the speed of what they're going up against. So they're just trying to find ways to keep them from having to do so much and then give their most experienced offensive linemen, put them in the important positions of getting them. To where they can try to move it around and help them out and protect KJ as much as possible.
3: Also, what they've been doing so far, they feel like they could do a lot better. So, just moving some pieces around, they want to see, at least try it and see what happens here. Uh If it's not the right answer, then maybe they go back to where they feel most comfortable with and where they've been playing a lot this season at those positions, but they're just trying something different. Yeah, it's going to be amazing though how people may
2: view it. Where say if they mix it up this week in offensive line wise, and say if it's good or like better, improved, it's good. People are either going to and be like, "Wow, okay, so good job figuring it out," you know, making the changes when there's
3: something bad. But other people are like, "Why wow, weren't we doing this in the first place?" That's what's more likely. Yeah. That that's going to be the answer there if it is successful. There's there's going to be uh, some joy in the fact that it was successful, but it'll be more so. Why? Why did it take this long to figure this out? Yeah. It's what fall camps for is you know figuring out who's
2: the best and yeah, trying. And we go back out. to spring ball with it. Yeah. Why aren't
3: we doing this in the spring? <laughs>
2: yeah, it's like why? And and knowing that how important the position group is, and you know, it's not like suddenly Dan Enos became the offensive coordinator in the summer. Like you know, he's there in the spring. He was there coaching them, and then same with Cody Kennedy and all of them. But uh, at least hey, listen, they're trying something different. Hopefully, it works out. And I hate to be this way, but. It's hard to be worse than what we've seen, at least against Texas A and M, and how bad they were getting beat. And I'm sure KJ's KJ's like, man, I came back for this, <laughs> I'm getting getting smoked. I mean, he's not going to say that, but he, he's a, he's a guy who's he's a humble leader and everything. But it's frustrating for him too, where he's like, man, like, I, I this is a different system, a different thing I'm used to, and we already got a problem with keeping me upright and keeping me protected. It, it's you got to find a way to always make your quarterback happy and healthy. Because what we talked about, Joe, before the year started. Keeping K.J. healthy is crucial. Well, if he's getting hit and getting on the
3: run as much as he is, it's going to be hard to keep him staying healthy and keeping him
2: from getting beat up like this.
3: They may really go all in on this thing, make changes on the offensive line, run a quarterback sneak. If they do those in combination and it works, everybody's going to be excited and happy about it. Nine and three the rest of the way. I mean, (laughs) that's that's how it's going to change. Amazing what a concept it could be.
2: Uh, Let's go back to the phone lines. Rebecca's in Hot Springs. What's up, Rebecca?
1: I just wanted to say happy birthday, and I think it's neat you share your birthday with so many famous people. That's how I tell people when they ask when my birthday is, because I share it with one of the most famous people in history. I tell them it's the same day as William Shakespeare's.
2: Yeah, but that's uh, I've heard of him. Yeah, he's pretty famous, for sure. He's
1: pretty famous. So yeah. if, if they know anything about him, they're like, oh, that's cool. And some of them who could care less are like, okay, really, what day is it? But anyway, <laughs> yeah. I did what to call. I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. I hope you have a great day. Celebrate tonight. Not too much, but have a great day. I'll talk to you all later. <laughs> Bye-bye.
0: All right. Appreciate
2: it, Rebecca. Thank you for that. Uh, I'm actually, uh, and I'm not kidding about this, even though uh some people thought I was, but tonight I'm actually going to Boudreaux's for Roger Scott's little trivia. Some friends of mine are like, let's go to trivia for your birthday. I was like, all right, that'll be nice. It'll be fun. We like playing trivia. So we'll be out there and, and having a good time looking forward to, to doing that. I will say though, when we're going back to the thing of like, you know, OJ Simpson being acquitted and all of that, I think, I, I don't know if I told this story. I think I have, but it was just funny because it was my seventh birthday when it happened or sixth, sixth, seventh, something like that. Anyways. Just remember, I was like, why are the parents like talking and kind of hollering at each other? Like, you know, we were all kids playing around, you know, running around the house and stuff. And I was like, man, the adults are acting weird. <laughs> Later in life, I look back, I was like, oh, yeah, that's why. Because everybody had their own opinion on the acquittal and uh, what was going on. So it's just amazing sometimes where as a kid, you don't understand the significance of what was happening, but you just felt
3: something was going on behind the scenes. As a kid, though, it was probably nice being a kid on that day and not even being in that mind frame oh yeah of having to deal with that or, or discuss it you're just being a kid oh yeah because i feel like and you know you could probably speak more to this
2: joe you know during that time too when that was going on you know it wasn't you didn't have social media you know a lot of people were either were you know we were watching tv or maybe listening to the radio when the news broke and some people just had to hurry like word of mouth i'm sure just people telling it and
3: I don't oh, think it of was quickly with word of mouth, though, because everybody's calling each other like, mm-hmm. hey, did you see this? you hear about this? <laughs> yeah, because when they, like, they de- like, deliberate for, like, t- three hours or something, everyone was
2: expecting it to be days and days, and they're like, you know, it's just a couple hours, Quick and return. Yep. <laughs>
3: Had their mind made up. Well, what was, I mean, for crying out loud, was it a year, year and a half of a trial? The trial went on for a while, so it didn't take that long to come to a yeah, conclusion. Huh? They may have come to it. Long before it even came to the end, when they had the closing argument. I'd say, I'm sure a lot of those jurors like, I
2: think that even on the uh, 30 for 30 that I watched about it, some of those jurors are just like, we wanted to go home. We had our mind made up. There was no reason to deliberate. We all came to a conclusion and we did it. We wanted to go home. Because, you know, that was a time where it's like this, you know, cut off from everything. You couldn't watch, they couldn't watch ITV. They couldn't do any of that stuff. They almost felt like prisoners in the moment. Well,
3: a lot of times when you're going back and forth in that instance where you're trying to come to, uh, an agreement on on the decision there. It's like, if one person disagrees with the other 11, now you have to either sway that one person or it's going to be a mistrial. And that's what takes the time. And so, that's why it wasn't a lot of time needed because most of them were agreeing and if they did have somebody that didn't agree, they were able to sway them and, and get them to agree and and move on. Wasn't that the premise of the 12 Angry Men movie where was like, there's 11 versus one
2: in the jury, and then that one ended up swaying the entire rest of them. I think that was what that movie was. It was a long time ago. But, yeah,
3: it, that's and, the case. And you know what? So it's it's funny how that happens where everybody has to agree, but for the Supreme Court, for the highest court in the land, you just have to have that majority. You have to have a certain percentage. That is interesting.
2: Yeah, I never thought about it that way, but, yeah. Yeah, because it's... That's why I guess those deliberations will always, you know, take. Especially for something like the O.J. Simpson trial, where it's pretty split, you know, as far as just public opinion goes. Uh, and you know, the fact that they were all on the same page and, and they went through it all. For all I know, again, they could have been talking about it for months before. I'm all like, hey, man, what, you know, we're we're going this way. Like, let's just wait until it's all over and go this direction. But
3: you are talking about somebody's life and, mm-hmm. and how it can have a major effect on it, so. It is good that everybody has to agree on it. Yeah, and it is. It is uh, It is good for that. Uh, let's go to
2: Dakota, who's in Little Rock. What's up, Dakota?
5: Hey, guys. First of all, happy birthday, John. Thanks, man. I saw that Dominic Johnson was moving to tight end. I just wanted to get y'all's opinions on that, if he would be successful with that. And I wanted to apologize for giving my locks and then being losers. <laughs>
2: Well, you don't have to apologize for that because I do that almost every time, every week, and I end up losing Dakota, so no apologies (laughs) needed on that one. Yeah, I appreciate you calling in. But I guess, yeah, the Dominic Johnson to tight end thing uh, I think is more so of uh, with Luke has going out, the other guys aren't the blocking tight ends that they need them to be. Uh, Dominic, Dominic Johnson is one of, if not the best, pass protection running back that there is. And so they're trying to get all the help that they can do and just blocking and pass protecting and doing what they can. So he'll be still be at running back still, but it's kind of more like, what is it, H-back maybe is what they call it, where it's like a hybrid of both. But he'll be at the tight end. He'll be at the running back. But I think it's more just for the pass protection for KJ.
3: And then another way to get Dominique Johnson on the field and maybe from that H-back position, maybe you can get the ball in his hands. Yeah, and finding ways that he can roll out, something like that. Uh, Sun so Structure Solutions text line we're talking about O J
2: Simpson and uh the trial and uh just uh, the juries and everything 870 asks, have either of you been on jury duty i'm just curious
3: yes i have not
2: actually knock on wood
3: so. and and it's been multiple times where um been chosen for some and mm-hmm. not chosen for others so yeah. is, that, it a,
2: is it a long process like to go through that i've, I've never been to, through it to so. be
3: chosen for um one of the jurors then not necessarily a long process that may only take a couple of hours or so, if that, because they they either, when they hear from you, they either like what they hear on both sides or they, one side doesn't necessarily like it and then they'll say, no, we're, we're going to move on to the next person. Okay. And a lot of times if you're a potential juror, you're happy to hear those words because you can go on about your day. Your week, your life, whatever you have going on. And you did your service. Absolutely.
2: As a citizen, you did your service. It's just funny because I think about how I always heard that anybody that gets jury duty or called for, it, they're like, oh, geez, yeah, I'm frustrated, whatever. But it's always like, yeah, but if, say, if you were one of the people that called for like the OJ Simpson one, suddenly it's like, oh, oh, oh man, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm going to be there and hopefully they choose me. You know, it's, if it's like a big case of some sort of like noteworthiness or something that you're actually interested in, Uh, I think people may be a little bit more apt to to take on than, say, jury duty just randomly for whatever reason you don't even know. So
3: you don't know that until you actually show up to court that day, but the ain't starts right when you get that card in the mail saying that you have jury duty and you need to report on this day, and, you know, already you're kind of like, oh, man, come
2: on. I know. It's like I already have so many other things that are going to (laughs) be much more productive than helping out with the jury duty, but... Again, I'm, I'm like, knocking like on wood. Like you
3: mentioned, though, you're doing your service, you're doing your yeah. part. Yeah, I
2: mean, listen, everybody gets summoned, everyone's got to help out a little bit, and uh, it's an important thing, you know? People, there's a jury of your peers, people in the community, that's, uh, you know, whether it's something more serious or something less serious, still got to do your part, so.
3: there, it, There are some people that show up with the intention of not being chosen, and maybe they say something that's kind of out of line, where it's like, <laughs> they know that they're not going to get chosen, so they're... There's a method to some people doing that. That's pretty funny. I, I'm sure. I'm sure that there's a
2: plethora of different responses that people have given. They're just like, okay, yeah, this. this we're not. We're deciding to go a different direction with this person, but it's intentional. So it's maybe a smart point. Or, or they
3: show up looking a certain way, where it's like, <laughs> okay, I'm 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 gonna have this type of appearance, and I know that I won't be chosen by looking like this. Hey, listen, you got to do what you got
2: to do to get out of it. I'm sure that people get pretty creative with it. But we got to take a break when we come back. We're going to have what's trending in the world of sports, and we are going to keep it moving here on Out of Bounds. So you better stay with us.
4: Are you a fan or are you the ultimate fan? Play the Elon DK Ultimate Sports Fan Packet Sweepstakes for a chance to prove you're the world's greatest armchair quarterback. All from the comfort of your own home theater. Visit an elon DK near you to enter for a chance to build your own home theater with a $5,000 Best Buy gift card plus a YouTube TV gift card. Your ticket to streaming your favorite games this season. Visit an elon or DK today and score big. No purchase necessary. 18 or older message and data rates may apply. For official rules, eligibility, terms and conditions and privacy policy, visit myalon.com slash ultimate sports fan sweeps. Of course, you have many options when it comes to great dining options downtown, but there's only one Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro, still offering a wide selection of all your favorite special craft cocktails, including beer and wine, and a menu featuring gourmet salads and delicious pastas. And Dizzy's is also the multiple-time winner of the World Cheese Dip Competition. With a dog-friendly patio, a funky eclectic atmosphere, and room for large parties with reservations, Dizzy's will have you coming back again and again. Since 1995, Dizzy's Gypsy Bistro.
0: Free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
4: Having an outdoor event this fall, Arkansas Portable Toilets has the perfect addition. Rent a portable toilet. No, I'm not talking about your typical porta potty I'm talking about a luxurious restroom. From two-stall to ten-stall and everything in between, Arkansas Portable Toilets can accommodate you anywhere you are with offices in Little Rock, Fayetteville, and Memphis. Call for any of your construction or special event portable toilet needs. Call Arkansas Portable Toilets today, 501-430-3158, or just go to their website, AR. The
3: pandemic
4: is over, but COVID-19 is here to stay.
1: In fact, it's still among the top five leading causes of death in the U.S., just
0: after heart disease and cancer. So this fall, stay up to date with the latest COVID-19 vaccines, just like you do with the flu, because you've got no time for 19.
1: The vaccine may not be for everyone. Please consult with your doctor. Brought to you by Moderna.
2: Hey, did you know Vistaprint prints everything a small business needs? Like if a barbershop needs signage, we print outdoor signs, posters, and banners. Or if a ballet school needs merch, we print tote bags, t-shirts, hoodies, hats. Or if a coffee shop needs a total refresh, Vistaprint designs logos and prints it on menus, mugs, paper bags, anything. Because with Vistaprint, the printabilities are endless. Print it all with 25% off for new customers with code NEW25 at Vistaprint.com.
0: Make your tailgate the party of the parking lot by getting the best meats in all of Arkansas at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Jefferson off the zone read play action pumps once looking deep Tesla at the goal line complete touchdown Arkansas. Man, is this guy a find or what? On one hundred three seven, the buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want
3: to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market. Been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call 501 982 2102. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online. Chevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise the vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles at GuadneyChevrolet.com, And it is truck season, so check out the special deals on Silverados and all the trucks at Guadney Chevrolet. Get that service scheduled today. They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas' number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, Chevrolet.com. It is a
2: Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, and we're going to have what's trending in the world of sports here in just a second, and I know uh, we have some people on the Southern Structural Solutions text line that we'll get into, but we were talking about KJ and Kind of what he's uh, dealing with as a quarterback with not having much protection. Ben and Brian says, uh, feel bad for KJ. What a waste of talent
3: with the coaching staff that we gave him. Whoa. Man, going all in on that. Okay. Yeah, there have been some criticisms for Mm -hmm. Enos and some of the play calling and what's been going on with an experienced and veteran quarterback like KJ. And I will say, and I don't know if I will fully go all in on it, but
2: it's just one of those things that makes you think like, if, if Kendall Bryles was still the OC, <laughs> I'm not saying that it, like they would be undefeated. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, you know, w- w- would it be different? Like, would it be something where they were scoring at a higher clip and maybe having a little bit more offensive success? That's all I'm saying. Because say what you want about Kendall Bryles last year, he still averaged 36 points a game and about close to 500 yards of offense per game. So it's not like he was trash. So it's just one of those things that just makes you think, you have but to move forward. though. Y- you got to. What's in place? <laughs> Sam Pittman in Arkansas has done that, and we got to do the same. It's just one of those things that makes you think. Uh, we got a few things to get to, so let's talk about what's trending in the world of sports.
0: What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas' Zone West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world
2: of sports, as we talked about last night? You had the Seattle Seahawks destroying the New York Giants 24-3 and taking care of business against them. You also have Major League Baseball playoffs starting up today. At 2 o'clock on ABC, you have the Rangers and the Rays. Then at 3.30 on ESPN, you got the Blue Jays and the Twins. 6 o'clock tonight on ESPN2, you have the Diamondbacks and the Brewers. And then at 7 o'clock, you have the Marlins and the Phillies on ESPN. So full slate of Major League Baseball happening here tonight.
3: That's exciting
2: with baseball all day. I know, like it's we talk about games that we like seeing at least during our show, like sports things like the NCAA tournament. It's always fun, Uh, you know. College baseball during their postseason is fun, and you know it's mainly basketball and baseball. But still, uh, when you get to any sort of sports in the middle of the day and the after, especially playoff, that's the that's the best part about it. So yeah,
3: got a good slate of games, not only tonight but this afternoon. As well. Enjoy it for now because as it winds down and there are less teams, there's going to be less daytime baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, actually, it's not unfortunately. It makes sense. They want to play games at night for
2: once it gets down to the nitty-gritty of them all. But speaking of which, with Major League Baseball, this was the question about how will the new rules, the pitch clock, all of that impact the game after a full regular season? Well, the average time of a nine-inning Major League game has dropped to two hours and 40 minutes in this first year, which is a 24-minute decrease in the season change that resulted last year with a spike in batting average and the most stolen bases in 40 years. So you got a 24-minute difference between baseball games to where they were going a little over uh, three hours. Now it's around two hours and 40 minutes. It was worth it. Mm-hmm. It was worth the changes that were made. Yeah. Obviously, you are correct because on top of that, if you want hey, listen, it's great to see the numbers, but what about the actual results and how people felt about it? Well, this is according uh, to Major League Baseball that with this first year of a balanced schedule and we know about the new rules and everything, this marks the MLB reached the 70 million mark in attendance for the first time since 2017. It's up 9.6% over last season, and 17 teams registered an attendance of over $2.5 million, which is the most in Major League Baseball history. So if you're talking about television ratings, if you're talking about attendance at games, and if you're talking about just the, uh, the overall experience and the attention that gets paid to Major League Baseball, it's setting some, maybe not some records in some cases records, but also setting some new highs for a long time with some of the new rules.
3: It's exactly what they were aiming for. And some of the complaints, it was well worth it mm-hmm. to be able to work through all that and get to where they are now. I don't want to speak for everybody, but again, the
2: people I know, friends of mine that are big baseball guys, they're like, "This is real stupid. I hate this." And then suddenly they're like, "Yeah, I like this." Like, one of my buddies, a Dodgers fan, and West Coast games always start later. And I was like, yeah, you're probably enjoying getting to go to bed a little bit earlier. Like, the game's <laughs> not lasting as long. It's like, that's that's what works for you. So, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I thought it was, you know, hit or miss, but seeing the results, it seems like it's working out and everybody enjoys it. Uh, also, speaking of ratings, nobody should be shocked by this, but the Sunday night football game between the Jets and the Chiefs draw enormous ratings and a major boost. Because uh, Patrick Mahomes, right? Because of how great he is. I was I was thinking actually because Aaron Rodgers was back. You know he was he was there and you know he wanted to root on his team to victory. Because um, that's the only people I knew that was there in game and attendance. The only people that were in a suite too of note was Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but. It's more about Taylor Swift and the whole celebrity crew. But still, 20.2 million viewers and a 5.3 demo rating, which is a 34% and a 23% increase respectively compared to last week's preliminary numbers for the Steelers and Raiders game at night, which also NBC released a statement to where the game drew an average of 27 million viewers and peaked at 29 million, which is the most-watched Sunday show. Most-watched Sunday show since Super Bowl 57 back in February. So we know what the Super Bowl does, but it's almost like people were really interested in what was going on in that game. Not on the field, but in the
3: stands. That's why it's called Pop, because it's popular. Mm. And you know what, Joe?
2: It's not surprising, but because of that, the NFL sees that and says, "Ooh, buddy, we're gonna milk this cow for whatever it's worth." It's part of the script. Yep, it's, it's part of the script that's been written. It is all part of the scripts and part of the plan that they have in increasing their ratings, which it's doing tremendously and probably bringing in new youthful viewers. Well, I think mean, that's what they're all going for. But uh, so that good for them on. At least uh, having that uh, be able to rip out or, or actually to go forward. And then here's the thing we talked about some of the MA, NBA news sources say James Harden is expected to join the 76ers at training camp. Uh, he they, they didn't participate in their first practice at Colorado State University, he was expected to arrive in Colorado as soon as today. To join training camp, according to Adrian Wojnarowski,
3: he's not gonna miss out on any of those millions. Mm-hmm. He may not may not be happy to be there, but he's happy to collect that check. Yeah, that's kind of the best of. Well, it sounds bad, but it's like kind of the best of all worlds. It's like you don't want to
2: be there, but you're still getting paid for it and still getting paid a lot of money. So yeah, you don't want to miss anything out on that. I get it, but still, just funny with all that stuff. It's like, man, he's still gonna be there. That's gotta be uncomfortable, right? When he's gonna be there, be like, do people talk to him? That they like yeah. not, and is yeah, it well, nice? okay, I mean, so
3: yeah, the teammates, absolutely, they'll yeah. talk to him. Um, The coaches, they shouldn't have that big of a problem. Now, you wouldn't expect that he and Daryl Morey are going to be hanging out and talking much, but other than that, yeah, you show up and try to get something worked out on both parts to get him to where he needs to be. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be hanging out at Twin Peaks after the practice up there in
2: Colorado State. Mm-hmm. Well, we never know about that. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. But that's what's training the world of sports. We'll take a commercial break. Come back. Josh Braun, Razorback offensive lineman, joins us next, so stay with us.
4: Register and make your picks now for the Bud Light SEC Pick'em Challenge. Go online at 1037thebuzz.com and pick the team you think will win each week for your chance to win.
0: If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock and Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care
5: and short-term therapy. Visit Heartland Rehab Center